Hello, and welcome to Optimus Movies, the podcast where we talk about movies and we also talk about them optimistically. Typically. Typically. Sometimes. <laughs> and I am here, and I am Luke, and this is my lovely co host, me, over Hi. here. Hello. Uh, he an awesome person, and we're. We're here, and oh we're going to do it. Oh my god, thank you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah, and that. this is an awesome podcast, so I think it fits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, critically acclaimed. Um, critically acclaimed by who, precisely? Uh, by the the people. By the mm-hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, we're the power of the people. We're the people's podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The people's yeah. choice, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So today, we are... <laughs> Today we are yeah, gonna, uh-huh. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about uh the twenty twenty one movies the movies that come out so far the twenty 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 one we're movies. doing a little spring catch up here spring catch up yes it's spring oh well I guess it's partly winter too but I mean you know yeah it's, whatever it, it, the the third of the year, we're talking about the twenty twenty one movies we've seen so far this year what what do you want get out of here <laughs> uh-huh. yeah 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 you, you know you, you know wanna, what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. So very simple, you know. We like movies and we like talking about them. We've seen mm-hmm. a few movies this year. And we thought we might talk about them. Yeah, makes sense. We so thought here like, we are. The and... idea kind of spawned because we were like, you know, we've meant to do a lot of like just mini episodes on a lot of these things, like maybe like after they came out or anything. But like we either like didn't have enough to say about them or it just didn't like work out time wise. Yeah. There, there is one movie here specifically that we want to do a full episode on that I'm not sure how much we're going to touch on. <laughs> but uh oh boy yeah. but 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 yeah um, we but well, we do have like plenty of, to talk about here and uh yeah just fill your boots and maybe you'll get some uh recommendations here we've seen a lot of the same ones because a lot of these we watch together mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but um but yeah not not uh not all of them i, I think me and you have seen film some films that neither of the other one has seen yeah that's so. accurate so yeah that's kind of where the idea spawned we thought we'd just kind of condense all of them into one into one a, a big one. I, I don't know how yeah. big this will be but <laughs> we're just gonna talk about a lot of movies seen this year and we thought it'd be fun because we like talking about them mm-hmm. a podcast sized <laughs> a podcast sized <laughs> that is true yeah no matter how long this is you cannot argue uh-huh. it is podcast sized <laughs> okay so you want to do us like the ones we've both seen first or like okay well free flow let's go all right let's let, let's see what we got here okay let's go with uh the little thing the little things okay <laughs> what a what a what a lovely light movie to start off <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you gotta start on a little yeah, one okay, so you know, how, so, a warm-up uh, so uh yeah. So how how are you gonna do this? Are we gonna like tell 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 the people what what, what these movies are about, or are you just gonna? <laughs> we can tell what they're about. You know, we won't yeah. spoil anything. We will tell our dots. You know, yeah. You know, and then like recommend maybe. Should should we know. have like spoiler sections here? Uh, no. No. And like, okay, let, let's say let's say no for the most part. But if we like really yeah. need to talk yeah. about something, that we will. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll put a time code. Yeah. You know, okay. If you if you if you yeah. yeah yeah okay. Anyway, the little things I I. I think we should be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things. yeah. But uh yeah, it's this uh little cop detective story and Denzel is like this this cop who's been on like searching for like these peeps who have been killing these the these victims and he's <laughs> like he he wants to find them. It's been weighing on him a lot. And yeah. then meanwhile, uh so much so that that he he has uh, been kind of uh in a vague way, I'll just say has been kind of discredited from the mainstream mm-hmm. police force effort yes generally 
And Rami Malek's here to be on the... He's the hot new detective in town. Yes, yeah. be on the new cases. Yeah. But they get to join together, and it's like a buddy comedy. Not really. No, mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, it's a... I mean, it, I mean, it has... Comedy. You do see, like, the, the I guess, I don't want to say bond, but, like, the understanding they develop for one another mm-hmm. as they go. Yeah. This is a, a great movie. Mm-hmm, one that's that, great. that I feel really grows over time in your mind. Because I feel like me and you watched it, and we were both positive, but like, I think now in the way we talk about it, we talk about it like we <laughs> we talk about it much more favorably. Not to say like obviously mm-hmm. we didn't before, but like yeah, it's a it's yeah. great, man. Yeah, John Lee Hancock directed this. Yes, who is a great yeah. little director that's mm-hmm. done a lot of good movies over time. Yeah. One of my favorite mm-hmm. movies he's done is The Founder, starring Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. I still need to show you that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, see, I've seen that in the blind. Blind side. Yeah, yeah, a very uh, beloved film. I'm not really a fan of that, but he's not. But he. Yeah, but I, he I like his direction. During, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, he's. He's. He's good at at directing. I, I don't want to say like mundane, but like, like low in term mundane in terms of like the like more like high octane action filled storytelling we're used to seeing on the big screen. Oh yeah. Okay. Saving Mr. Banks and the Rookie. I've also seen. Yeah, Saving Mr. Banks is a great film. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's a it's a serial killer story, uh, mm-hmm. very in style, and I, I, I'm not sure if it's an homage, really, but still very in the vein of your 90s thrillers in the same vein. Yes, Like, yes. it's, like, of, well, it's not as good as Silence of the Lambs, but it's in that vein of, like, your Silence oh, yeah. of the Lambs. Like, your weird, like, detective dramas mm-hmm. that, like, or, or um, Seven's another good example, or, or something like yeah. that. Obviously, Seven's another classic yeah. great example, not quite as good as <laughs> Seven, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, you, you yeah, understand what you're saying. More... Uh, I don't know, restrained than those films. Like I would say yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, and uh, doesn't always give you what you want, but you know, yeah, it's a. Uh, and uh, it it does it break just, the mold in, in very important ways that I feel mm-hmm. like make it stand out to me. Yeah. It just it it's so intriguing, and you're really with uh, d- these characters as you're trying to find this serial killer, and you and also. You uh, also, yeah, Jared Leto's in this film. Oh, yeah, Jared Leto. I don't want to say, like, what involvement he has within the film. It, it is both exactly what you'd expect out of Jared Leto and what you'd exactly not expect out of Jared Leto. It's a, it's, mm-hmm. he, he plays a very interesting character, and I, I love to make fun of Jared Leto. <laughs> I really do because uh-huh. of uh, his insane method acting he's done before. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, most notably Suicide Squad, but he's done some crazy stuff for a lot of his films that you can look into. Yeah. And... Yeah, I um, he he is he is def. I ha- I haven't heard anything about like with that with this honestly, but it's not as like high profile as your Blade Runner or your Suicide Squad. So I mean, maybe it did something, but yeah, it, it's he 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 plays a very odd character for a film like this as well. It's it's the perfect kind of subversion that I could see in a '90s thriller that mm-hmm. his character serves as. And I will say the ending of this film, like the last half an hour of this film, floored me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, it like it like and it's 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 a bold ending like it, it like and not to say it's as good or iconic but it reminded me of seven's ending only mm-hmm. in the way that like it, it like you know because like i'm not gonna spoil seven here but like you know you in a typical detective story you expect like you know them to go and they get the bad guy and everything like that and oh and then yeah they go uh, and, i see what you're they go yeah. and they get the bad guy but then something about what eventually happens um they eventually happens with the characters involved means that certain events get mis- mis- mismatched and then it goes a little bit further than you expect it to 
and then you're like wait <laughs> what the hell and it, and it, it it it's 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 pretty haunting honestly mm-hmm. it definitely is not a film that that just like wraps itself in a bow in a way that feels like neat or in a way that feels unsatisfying because sometimes a film if it wraps itself in a little bow can make it feel more unsatisfying and this mm-hmm. film knows exactly what kind of film film it is and i think in retrospect almost is one of the my favorite things about it mm-hmm. yeah eat meat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great no i'd love to watch this movie again we watched it on hbo max yes on a because it was it was free on there but yeah no. good stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, uh, I, I can throw out one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna give. Okay, this is not gonna count as what. But I'm just gonna give quick mention because I mean I I have nothing to say about this. But we watched Tom and Jerry together. Yeah, we did. Uh. uh yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tom uh, and Jerry hijinks. Yeah. 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 Uh. We weren't typical. Ter- like honestly, like that big a fan of it. I I can see like a, like a kid being a fan of this movie. Honestly. Like, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and sometimes when the Tom and Jerry hijinks are happening, they're honestly fairly, like, I mean, they're Tom and yeah, Jerry. I mean, they're not. It's, it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah it's, it's it's not anything revolutionary. I mean, if you've seen anything Tom and Jerry before, you know what you're getting. <laughs> but, uh-huh. but, but I mean, that's not bad. And also, like, there are a lot of good actors in it. None of them, mm-hmm. none of them are annoying or anything like that. They're very clearly just kind of playing these caricatures. They were assigned their characters, which is fine if you're doing kids' <laughs> film. It's definitely not my kind of kids' film. And kids' films aren't my bag, really. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, just I mean, if you have yeah. if you have a kid and you want to, I don't know, get him mm-hmm. shut up for an hour and a half. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it it, w- it wouldn't you wouldn't hate yourself as you watch it. <laughs> yeah. If you're a diehard Tom and Jerry fan, if you're a diehard Tom and Jerry fan, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to mention one film that I watched that uh, you have not seen. Uh, it's a Netflix film. It's called Malcolm and Marie. This is uh, directed by Barry Levinson's son Sam Levinson. And it is starring Zendaya and John David Washington. It was shot during the COVID-19 pandemic. And it it is a essentially entirely conversation-based film, all set in one location. And I thought it was awesome. I thought their conversation was very interesting. They deal with a lot of different things. It's uh, generally about it is generally about how Do- John David Washington is a director and Zendaya is the actress that is that is I, I don't remember if they're engaged or married. I'm pretty sure they're married. Um, I watched this like the beginning of the year. <laughs> um, and it's it's about their their discussions, their arguments, and all, all those kinds of things. It can get really dense and emotionally heavy. I want to say trigger warning for this movie. Only conversationally, but still, they, they very much do not hold back here. They, they have very frank and... I don't want to say graphic, but um, brutal. Blunt. Blunt is a very good way to blunt. Uh, discussions about um, about suicide, self-harm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, even even like race and things like that. There's a lot of different ideas for it. It did kind of strike me odd that this white guy that wrote and directed it is, has like very long sections of this film about what about white people telling black stories and the way that white people interpret black stories as far as i've come to understand by what i've heard about like zendaya and john david washington from that film they had a lot of input into what was being said there so i'm not i I don't know regardless i I found the conversation itself interesting Mm -hmm. i'm not really one obviously to comment on that because 
I mean, I'm a white person and to talk about the way that white people interpret black, uh, black stories and all that, all those kind of things. I mean, I, I'd be just another voice in a, in a crowd that doesn't really matter and shouldn't be propped up in that specific light. But mm-hmm. generally I, I found the film incredibly compelling and just really meaningful. And it, it, it actually d- did touch on some things I've thought about myself in some ways. And it's, it's just wonderful experience. If, if you want a wonderful experience, well, a wonderful experience if, if you are looking for this kind of experience, I'd recommend it. It's a great film and it's shot beautifully. It's a, it's a looks incredible. Like the cinematography is top notch mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and it isn't just like shot reverse shot the whole time. Like it's very creatively done. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's great. It's great. Great. A lot of people think it's repetitive. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's perfect, but mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely enjoyed what I got out of it. I, I really want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I like I th- conversation th- movies yeah. and all that. I think so. you'd love that movie, honestly. <laughs> I, I think you'd love it. It, it, it. It's just, it's, it's one of those movies for the, for, for the thinking person. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if you think about, if you like to think about things, if you like to muse about things, if you like to be poetic yet also be, also you're the kind of person that does feel the, feel reality weighing down on you often. In, in a way that is quite unpleasant, then you should be able to relate to a lot of things here and, mm-hmm. and in a lot of different ways. And even if you haven't directly experienced, like I mentioned with like, or experienced or have a dynamic perspective on like how I spoke about with my perspective on how white people judge and view black stories. It's a, uh, it's still insightful, I think. And I definitely still enjoy the conversation and John David Washington and Zendaya are both fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are both incredible i will watch anything john david washington does essentially at this point like that man does not miss so far and yeah mm-hmm. i like tenet what what of it <laughs> <laughs> i like tenet what of it i don't know <laughs> but yeah uh great movie give it a watch netflix good movie mm-hmm. oh it's on netflix yep netflix original i didn't know that yep okay mm-hmm. uh yeah so uh go ahead there dear sir yeah uh Okay, I'll throw out the White Tiger. So uh, yes, I have not seen this one. Yes, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's great. It's about like uh, uh, this Indian person, and he wants to. He he like ha- lives in like a little village and stuff, and he wants to rise up, uh, kind of through the classes. He he wants to specifically be a driver for a rich folks and they're uh, so like like parasite in a way like you say class and and i'm like like... at parasite yeah exactly okay and then like the way the story goes it can take some dark turns like parasite and ways you didn't expect (laughs) like parasite (laughs) yeah yeah but it's not exactly parasite it's not exactly like parasite but is it a korean film no damn it (laughs) that's not like parasite (laughs) Uh i don't think it's american down <laughs> i'll see i think it's i'm pretty it's sure it takes place in india so okay. yeah uh yeah it's a, it's a he wants to be a driver mm-hmm. for the main guy had a yeah. very uh conformance it's like i don't know it, it, it even says, like david, it says country of origin india and united states sorry even like uh david gyllenhaal and nope that's not his name david gyllenhaal <laughs> <laughs> who's david gyllenhaal, Jake gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> and Nightcrawler, like, in oh, a okay. way, kind of, but then, like, with a heart of gold, 
Like that's how this character kind of is. So, so got like the like ceaseless determination. The but, ceaseless like, determination, but he like uh. So like you're cares. so like you're you're Rocky or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Rocky. I yeah, that'd be more like it. Okay, I, okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, was it a good movie? It was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was compelling and uh, yeah. So watch it. It's got its humor too. So you know, so this is like want, it's like a drama. Yeah, it's a drama. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's got something for everybody, really, honestly. So, okay, <laughs> okay. Does it take any like weird horror turns near like the two third mark? Like a horror turn? I wouldn't say like, horror. Like like Parasite. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I'm just fucking with you. I'm just trying to make it like Parasite. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it sounds interesting. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Was that nominated mm-hmm. for an Oscar? Yes, it was yeah. for uh, adapted screenplay. Oh, okay. Like hearing about it, it sounds like it'd be like mm-hmm. you know best foreign film nomination. Yeah. But it was adapted screenplay. It was nominated for. Yeah. And Speaking of the I Oscars, what do you think of the Oscars? <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about the Oscars. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it for a second. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Nomadland won Best Picture. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's a solid choice. Yeah. You know. Uh, Completely unsurprising. <laughs> yeah. Excited about uh. Promising Young Woman won uh, Best Original Screenplay. Best Original Screenplay. That yeah. was that was one of my favorite moments of the night. Yeah, Emerald uh-huh. Fennel winning that, and that, uh-huh. that was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really liked uh, the uh, my octopus teacher winning docu- Best Documentary. Yeah. I really was not what it expected, and I was happy for it. And yeah. uh, uh, Minari, the the, the best I, supporting I actress. Her name, yeah, the best supporting actress. Yeah. For that, which was, was awesome. Was her cool. speech was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great speech. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I loved uh, another round winning and Thomas Vinterberg's speech. That was my favorite speech of the night. It was really mm-hmm. touching. Yes. And the context he gave for the film and like what he put into it. I thought that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, another round being one of my favorite films of the last year. And uh, just, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, but yeah, it was yeah. odd their choice to put best actor and actress after best picture. Yeah. They were like, well, we got to celebrate Chadwick Boseman at the very end. And then, and uh... then Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> let's look he did great anthony he's, hopkins yeah, he was great. excellent in that film and like he wasn't even there he was at his house in wales yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like i mean I mean, apparently his like chadwick boseman's family wasn't upset about it like and that's good that's what we really should be worried about here but it it does feel like bait it did absolutely feel like bait that <laughs> they did actress and then actor last after best picture it's like, uh-huh. you know and it was like what the ugh. <laughs> and then it's put like anthony hopkins up there i don't know it's just it, it did feel like bait I, it wouldn't have felt as much like bait to me if they just did it in the normal order because mm-hmm. it felt like you know of course like with like the way the oscars would normally work that they would like do this whole thing where they build up to the final emotional finale but then just anthony hopkins and everyone side a collective huh <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah it's like i mean he's great he's great and, and i mean i don't see anyone saying that he didn't deserve it but i'm but like it's just weird it was a weird choice mm-hmm. it's hard for me to be mad about it but i'm just like why lead people on isn't because <laughs> uh-huh. i mean that's what you're doing steven soderbergh <laughs> granted steven soderbergh couldn't decide who won but mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's, it's just, it was yeah. a weird odd choice just even, and even if Chadwick Boseman did win, like, even if Chadwick Boseman did win and, like, it was the normal order, I feel like that still would have been, like, for most people, like, the big climactic moment. 
for mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Like, it, like after that, if Nomadland win one, I bet like everyone would be like, okay, great, awesome. But like, the yeah, the standout Chad moment, regardless, would have been Chadwick winning. So I still mm -hmm. don't get the decision. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, his like, like it, it would have been, it would have been beautiful. It would have been touching. And obviously, mm -hmm. awards do not determine, <laughs> do not determine value, mm -hmm. but yeah yeah but Mari's my bottom got the uh costume design and makeup so that that's yeah. great right <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> awesome there was that pinocchio movie that no one knew about until mm -hmm. it was nominated also <laughs> yep and that's all <laughs> yeah how was that by the way uh I, I don't remember what you thought i remember you told me about it but i don't remember really? what you thought of it uh I'm not a big fan of the Pinocchio story. This movie is really well made. Like, it's directed well. It's acted really well. And it looks, like, really good for what they're doing. Like, the... Uh, like, the, the effects. The makeup and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, he... I, I, he looked like a wooden, like, uh, uh, puppet. Like, he... I, I don't know how they did it that way. <laughs> like, but they did it well. But the, the natural story itself, like... I've never. It it just seems weird because is it like the, the, it's is it the same story as like the original like I mean I, it's I, closer to the book than uh than the Disney film yeah okay yeah. and uh because it's I think the point of it is like you know do what you're do the right thing do what you're supposed to do or whatever and but the consequences for doing whatever seem out of proportion like it's like go to school and he's like well i'm not doing that i'm gonna go to the show and then he's like okay so never see your father again <laughs> <laughs> is that like, real that's like, what I've happens never, i've never seen or anything the pinocchio story so yeah. is that a real thing yeah that's what happens in this movie that's amazing yeah. and uh <laughs> never see your father yeah. again it's like okay pinocchio you know go use this money for this thing and then some strangers come up to him and like say oh you can plant a money tree and it'll sprout and you'll get more and he's like okay and he trusts the stranger so then he gets hanged pinocchio he gets hanged now what? so kendrick lamar would not approve now he is a he's a puppet so he can't die from being hanged but i mean he doesn't know he, he doesn't know he can't die and he still is being hung by the neck but anyway, i mean you can't feel pain but it's just still messed up <laughs> okay That's weird yeah and then there's also like pinocchio uh his lion thing his nose growing and whatnot for lion yeah like what does that have to do with like yeah like like what does that have to do with like the story really that yeah. uh it's like they're just like, the story the is basically a bunch of vignettes i guess of particular lessons that he learns okay and so this one like don't lie so his nose grows right so that's not like through the whole like story it's just no. like a particular thing like, like what's the consequence if he keeps lying he just can't move around that well or does he just, well, like, turn to wood like completely his nose i mean it just that'd be uncomfortable i think that's more of a fair punishment than like being hanged though like having a long nose because you lied <laughs> Rather than like you know, but really, what I mean, the really right. what the problem is in this movie for me is like in like a couple of scenes later, he when he's learned not to lie, he goes to court because he you know the money tree didn't actually grow obviously, so he goes to the court and he's like, hey, you know they 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 stole my money and I want justice and they're like, yeah, he's like, yeah, so you're so you're innocent, yeah, okay, take him to jail. 
and so they they put him they're gonna put him in jail because he's innocent because they put innocent people in jail and that's the thing so then pinocchio's like oh actually i'm guilty and they're like well really he's like yeah guilty of this and this and this he's like in fact i can't remember when i haven't been guilty he's like oh okay you can go free so he so so lying ended up saving him so i don't know what the point (laughs) of this movie sounds awful (laughs) <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah. i haven't seen it but like this movie sounds very weird to me yeah i'm, I'm intrigued Plus, uh, but like i don't know it's just like I, i'm like very confused right now yeah. <laughs> what this Plus, movie is well it's like like what's the goal for all the movies like pinocchio to be a real boy because if he like learns the lessons then that's the case i guess but he never really wants to be a real boy he's like oh that'd be cool but like whatever yeah <laughs> Isn't that and, like a, a big thing in the Disney film? Like yes, that is uh, that is consistent with yeah, the Disney film. That he's like, like I want to be a real boy. Like, but yeah. in the Disney film, that's like his entire motivation, right? It's yes. like it's like very prominent. Yeah, and I, eventually, I, I when it. his father, when he gets t- the father gets taken away. Now, are we saying father? Are we referring to this, the person that built him? The person who built him. Okay. I mean, who else is the father? I mean, I don't know, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know if like Pinocchio is like a magical being or just a literal puppet that came to life. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> well, in this, in in this version, the the wood that he gets made from mm-hmm. like moves, and so it's applied that that's living so then like when you make the puppet then he's living and the disney film like it's because a fairy came and like what whoop there you go a oh puppet. it's like created him from a spell yeah because okay. she because uh he wished upon a star the the old guy so uh uh-huh. so then he's like i grant your wish and then I grant your wish. Here's a little puppet boy. Yeah, he was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, that's not a real boy." But like, you know, I, I'll, it's okay because I still have a, a son. Why, Why isn't not? it a real boy? Uh, can it? Can he move? Yeah, he can. Can he, he think? Can move. He can think. He. Then why the hell not? He's because just made he's a wood just who made a, a shit. <laughs> uh, a can good he, like, point. Not feel. He he can't not feel no. Well, okay, he can't feel physically. Well, yeah, but like he can like. Like have emotions and feelings. He can, yeah, he can have, he can feel bad, and you know. Why does this matter? Why is he? Why is he like? Why is he like materialist against his wood son? <laughs> I, if I had a wooden child, that would be awesome. You kidding mm-hmm. me? It's like I'd get yeah. that. I'd get that kid to like to clean out everything well, for me. I'd abuse that child. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I guess he couldn't ever get stronger. But he's know. wood. He's stronger than most people. He's. <laughs> I mean, well, could he grow? Does he grow? His nose can grow. <laughs> okay, so if his nose can grow, hypothetically, his body could grow. Hypothetically, but I don't think that's how it's gonna work. But it's almost yeah. like there's not a lot of thought put into this story. Yeah. Also, like. the whole he's not. <laughs> he's like, oh, I want to go back to my father, but he's not too motivated by that either. Unlike in Disney film, he was, but in this one, so when he eventually gets eaten by a fish, it's just by circumstance that he finds his father. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think this movie's that good, but you know, I'll give it props for its technical aspects, and so yeah. you know, but I, I don't. People like Pinocchio, this tale, so you know, that's fine if you do, you know. Yeah, that's just so. It's an unpopular opinion. People seem to like that film. Yeah, and the oh. Disney and the oh this one yeah 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 it's critically got its its claim oh like, yeah and the Disney one's a classic held up so like oh, the yeah, story I mean, in general is still like 
uh, it, it has endeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad that we spent like ten minutes talking about Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah. it's interesting. I enjoyed hearing about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Little like little wooden puppet boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, the, the Oscars. Uh, yeah, there was a game show. Yeah. Oh, I hated that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated it. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn Close, that uh, was weird. <laughs> Frances McDormand. Uh, did I say that right? Oh, yeah, Frances McDormand and her weird, like, wolf howled. thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's like that, that was probably, like, an inside joke that probably yeah. meant something to her and, like, fine. But, like, I don't know when it happened. I was like, whoa, please, what? Stop. <laughs> yeah, I think it did mean something, but, yeah, it was weird in the moment. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just fell out of place. I mean, it was clearly some kind of, like, like some kind of like reference to some kind of like personal thing between her and like the people that worked on the film Nomadland and probably the nomads that she did work with in that film, mm-hmm. which a lot of the people in that film are real nomads. But yeah, interesting, mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the films of 2021 because that's two divergences yeah. in one. <laughs> yeah, I guess technically Pinocchio hasn't come out yet here, like in, you know, like theaters. And... Nothing come out in theaters. Well, right? I mean, like... <laughs> Or, Speaking like, on a streaming service. Like, I had to rent it, like, oh, on okay. Amazon. Speaking of that, uh, I'm going to go see uh, the new Saw movie next week. Oh, oh next, next week, this week. It's out? It's going to be out? Uh, May 14th. Oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, me, me and uh, who I'm going with are going to uh, try and try and find a very a safe way to do it. We're, 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 we're looking and thinking and thinking, and we got we're 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 making sure we do it the right way mm-hmm. we're gonna look in times empty theater and all that we're we're we're, we're gonna try and find out how to do that but yeah. be mm-hmm. safe everyone <laughs> yeah every film that i'm talking about i i've i've um watched through some streaming service or rented or whatever so so yeah make sure be safe everyone don't be stupid <laughs> yeah. um yeah anyway uh yeah. White, white tiger seemed good <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that one yeah okay yeah, so throw out one. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Speaking of the Oscars. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, let's actually talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, okay, so this is about the socialist Black Panther Party that mm-hmm. was... It mainly chronicles them um, through the 60s and early 70s, if I recall. Am I right in that? Does it take place over years? I don't it, think yeah, it's over years. It's over, I mean, yeah, because like, well, Daniel Kaluuya's character gets, gets he was in prison for like years, wasn't he? He was in for months because the girl was oh, pregnant and she right, had, right, she still right, is right. when she get he gets out. That is true. I don't know if that's really a spoiler or not. But, nah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, it's just the '60s. It's just '60s. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it follows the Socialist Black Panther Party that um, was essentially public enemy number one in, in the eyes of the government in uh-huh. in that and time. Police. And the police, yes. Yeah. And uh, and about just it kind of chronicles the the government informant, the the undercover cop. Is he is he a cop or is he? Uh, he's he's working for the FBI. Oh, right? Luke Stanfield's yeah, character. FBI. He, yeah, he's working for the FBI. Much, yeah, like blackmailed in the way to, to yeah, do it. and uh, and he is there, and he is sent there to spy on Fred Hampton, who is mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya's character. Send them foe back. Yeah, 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 and Until, uh, okay. and it's it's about like it's just generally kind of just chronicles the the uh, his his time through it and Daniel Kaluuya's cause and 
the ways mm-hmm. it goes up and down and affects the public and stuff like that. You understand how biopics and history stuff works. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't break the mold in, in the way it tells its story, really. But granted, it within that mold, I feel like is it flies with colors, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Incredible film. It's yeah. incredibly executed. It's technically like masterful mm-hmm. it's the performances are incredible daniel kaluuya won mm-hmm. in his supporting yeah. role for this <laughs> film <laughs> yeah. when he is very clearly the lead role in this film daniel kaluuya which is weird because you kind of see it through the perspective of lucky stanfield but like daniel kaluuya is very clearly mm-hmm. the the lead in this film i am a, re- a revolutionary <laughs> i am yeah. a revolutionary it's amazing <laughs> he like you, he is yeah. magnetic in this when movie. i was watching it in the empty theater that was in in the i was shouting it back when he was like <laughs> I, I was like yeah i am a revolutionary <laughs> but yeah i mean he like you really understand both as a charismatic leader and for what he stands for why people rallied behind him so yeah, easily yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's amazing how radical even today his his ideas are mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, one of those biopics that the past parallels the the present. Oh yeah, know. in most in most modern history films, that's a big, yeah, a big yeah, thing. Yeah. Trial of Chicago Seven is another film that is that is very um, applicable in that way to that mm-hmm. to that idea. Yeah, yeah. But Judas and the Black Messiah, honestly, it's a incredible film and uh, mm-hmm. one that I. I I was loving and watching, but then by the end, I realized, wow, this is called Judas and the Black Messiah. That makes so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) This makes so much sense. (laughs) And yeah, I didn't even like think about all the biblical references and all that through it, but there is, there are plenty. Oh yeah. And uh, it's just really well thought out and it's just really well told. I don't have too much to say about it, but it's just a brilliantly done film. Mm -hmm. It's obviously very heavy. And (laughs) if, if, um, if the kind of, if the heavy topics that it discusses, like the way that people of color were treated back then is, um, obviously it should be distressing to everybody, but distresses you in a way, distresses you in a way that, that makes you not want to watch it or experience it then, or, or it's too infuriating to enjoy the story. I, I wouldn't recommend it because it is very upfront with it. Not, not tasteless or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it, it is very honest about it. And it and it, it it's horrible. A lot of the stuff you see in it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it definitely uh, definitely makes you hate the police throughout it. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. yeah, uh, uh, for good reason. <laughs> they were awful. They were horrible. <laughs> no, and yeah. Uh, they yeah and uh, it, horrible things that happen. But beautiful movie. Beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Well, beautiful story in in it in its own way. <laughs> its own special. In its own special way. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, yeah, that's that's that film. Uh, I mean, you know, we 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 shouldn't spoil it because that's one that I really want people to to see the story of for mm-hmm. themselves and yeah, like really yeah. go along that journey. But it, it's it's one of the more like quote unquote important yeah. <laughs> films that that that's come out so far this year. And I know that like it, got, it was in the twenty twenty Oscars and all that. Whatever, we're we're going by letterboxed here. <laughs> we're looking at our twenty twenty one films on letterboxed. So it, mm-hmm. it 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 spits out the ones that it, it says are twenty twenty one. I don't know by what criteria it judges it. I don't really care. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm doing the twenty twenty one films here. I've watched plenty of other films in twenty twenty one, but these are the ones that come out. And, and yeah, this, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, there you go. After you. Uh. 
Okay. Okay, well, we can we can briefly talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the one the that we were one. thinking about mm-hmm. doing a whole episode on. Yeah. Uh, uh, so far, our favorite film of the year. Am I yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's great, consistent throughout, and just uh, uh, emotional, entertaining, epic, yeah. uh, visually Visually stunning. one of the most striking yeah. superhero films ever made, uh-huh. which is something to say, especially yeah. from Zack Snyder. And it does justice to all its characters. Yep. Mm -hmm. Has some of the most grounded and moving stuff Mm -hmm. from a a film this epic. (laughs) Um, So many little moments in there just touches that like really make it uh, special to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think Zack Snyder is one of the greatest filmmakers of our time. Like honestly. (laughs) And and it, it seems like that a lot of the films that people aren't a fan of his with are films that a either he didn't have complete control over which are most of his films and the more the more you get into director's cut and stuff like that the better his films get every time <laughs> mm-hmm. wonder why yeah, he's, he's a great director <laughs> and clearly and like honestly i've never seen a film of his i don't like like watchmen is incredible legend of the guardians is one of my favorite kids films ever mm-hmm. um dawn of the dead is is a great is a fantastic modern zombie movie with a great james gunn script Sucker Punch is a very misunderstood, incredible feminist masterpiece. It's That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, like, I mean, it, like he doesn't miss to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and also like, say what you want about your Man of Steel, Batman, Superman. I like those movies. Um, I, I definitely don't think they're perfect. Like a lot of people, they're zealots for those films do. But um, yeah, I, I, I still think those films have way more good than bad in them. And I think mm-hmm. to me, this film almost proves what I, what it, just generally I think about those films. And like, yeah, he, I, I, he's an incredible storyteller and I'll watch anything he does. I'm really excited for Army of the Dead. It's coming out this month. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think, also May 14th. I think it's the week after. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm totally going to watch that as well because mm-hmm. damn excited for that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, he, I mean, you know, zombie movie, it's cool it's something you've always been clamoring for animal zombies apparently are gonna yes. be in it. <laughs> animal zombies i don't know why you're so obsessed with animal zombies but like it's a cool idea granted but like <laughs> you see a uh, you see an undead deer at the very beginning of train to busan yep that's about it in terms of that right mm-hmm. yeah and movies yeah, yeah, and like we, I, I just started the very, 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 very first Resident Evil recently, and there were some zom dogs in there. Yeah. <laughs> and opening like cutscene. Yeah, I fought. I fought some. Oh, you fought since, some since, oh, okay. since you've last uh, saw me play it. Yeah. Oh, there's some in the house. Uh, yeah, they they start breaking through some windows and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And uh, there's like this one like a uh, like little like courtyard at one point, and they like are circling the fence around it, and they bark at you. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's cool stuff. <laughs> but um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League, beautiful. I have a million, billion, trillion things to say about it. Uh-huh. But I, I just want to say that it is one of the biggest and most incredible stories in making a film I have ever heard and seen and experienced. Being on this journey with Zack Snyder, with his DC Universe getting to this point, is uh-huh. absolutely miraculous. And I would love to <coughs> go so in-depth with that with our episode, but that will happen another time. I, I really want to see the black and white version. I'll probably watch that soon, but... Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, anyway. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Excellent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> watch it. Yeah. yeah okay. Watch it, because it's fantastic. I'll, I'll, um, I'm just going to get out of the way all the ones that I've seen that you haven't. 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give a brief word about this one, but then I'll um, go to the next one. There's a movie I watched called Willy's Wonderland, which is an 80s homage starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It is essentially Nicolas Cage. He goes and he's he's being the janitor for this for this kind of decrepit, awful, Chuck E. Cheese-esque place, and the animatronics start coming to life, and he has to battle them. It's basically Nicolas Cage and Five Nights at Freddy's, and I thought it was really fun, and, I mean, it's, it's not, it will not... <laughs> you have to be honestly i don't want to say like i hate when people use this term generally but like the kind of person to enjoy this but like it is very like catering to like the almost grindhouse-esque kind of <coughs> trashy niche that mm-hmm. very much populated the 80s it's not a slasher film but like it it generally has the tendencies and nicholas cage is hilarious in it He's, he 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 doesn't speak a single word in the whole film, <laughs> and it, it's just it's a fun movie. It's worth a watch if you're into that kind of thing. It's a fun violent movie. Um, but the film I actually want to talk about is the newest Disney film, Raya and the Last Dragon, the Disney Plus film. Um, well, Disney Plus film, I, I guess, is what it is now. Yeah, okay. Um, this is my favorite Disney princess film I have ever seen, and it blew me away. And this is from someone. In case you are new. I mentioned earlier that kids' films really are my bag, but like I am not really a fan of kids' films generally. It's just not the it's just not the scene, the vibe that I feel really connects with me. Obviously, I love plenty of kids' films. I've mentioned some that I do, but yeah, this this film really connected with me. I loved Raya herself. It is it's generally just about how there was this the you know the it, it's not anything too different in terms of setup. It's just, there was this beautiful land, but due to specific reasons it was it is now decrepit and awful and it is about her journey to find the last surviving dragon to then restore restore peace and unity in this land and everything like that and it's and i say land because it's almost like middle earth how it's kind of just assumed that like it's a, that this is this this one like earth essentially it it's not like actually like geographically anything that actually represents earth but it essentially is i guess <laughs> uh-huh. because like the way they the way they draw out like they're, they're they do show like a big old map of the land at one point like lord of the rings and it's a a bunch of like lands around a giant like body of water like there's a body of water in the center of it and it looks like a giant dragon <laughs> oh. and it looks really cool but yeah i just really connected with the main character a lot in this which i think for for me watching a kid's film is like the most imperative thing like make it fun and make me enjoy the main character which i mean i guess is like which i guess is like most people's <laughs> thing for most films but uh, but generally everyone has formulas that they can succumb to whatever your tastes are and this i feel like this film transcends even disney generally for me this is one of my favorite kids films i've seen in recent memory and yeah i, I loved it i thought it was fantastic the cast was wonderful it is very it's incredibly diverse and expressive. Aquafina's in it. Kelly Matran's in it. Uh, Freaking, uh, oh, what's his name? He's in Doctor Strange. He plays Wong. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Benedict ah, Wong. I'm sorry? Benedict Wong. Yes, Benedict Wong. He's in it, and he, he plays a great comedic character in it. And, yeah, I mean, literally every second of the way, I was just having an absolute blast, which is, which, as you know, is really saying something, if I'm saying it. Like... Like, mm-hmm. I don't even talk this well about Mulan, <laughs> and, and I think that's a great film. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, absolutely get on this film. It is one of my favorites. I mean, I don't expect everyone to love it like I do, but but for me, it just connected on a level that most don't. And not just Disney princess films, most kids' films. So, yeah, that's what I got to say about that. 
Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I think you'd like it. I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, to me, I, I can't imagine someone really like flat out disliking yeah. that movie. I hate dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dragons, they're everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to see Rain of Fire. It's like a dystopian dragon movie. Matthew McConaughey, Christian Bale, Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Aragorn. Aragorn. What? Aragorn. 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 <laughs> I was like, uh, Aragorn? The, the Lord of the Rings character? Oh. No, Aragorn. 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 Okay, based on the books, right? Yeah. Have you read those? No. No? I, I, I know a few people that have. And apparently yeah. the books are great. Apparently the movies are poo. Oh. There was only one. Oh, there's yeah. only one? Yeah. I remember they were going to do a whole franchise. I think John Malkovich is in it. If I recall, uh, he's like the villain of it. I think he's a dragon. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the dragon's the good guy. Oh, like dra- the dragon's with the good guy in that story. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I'm talking about Aragon. Like I don't want to think about it. <laughs> the people that love Aragon hate what I'm hate, hate this conversation right now. They hate this. <laughs> but yeah. Um, whatever <laughs> uh ryan the last dragon was fantastic though and i'd recommend it to literally everyone that this that is a kid's film that i'd say please show your kid if you have a family get around get around the couch get around the couch and have a have a nice family night watching that you will you will absolutely have a great time watching it. your kids will love it you'll have fun it's funny it's heartfelt it's great great stuff and i watched it by myself and I had a great time <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 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 but um yeah what you got uh, i only have one movie that uh, i've seen that you have okay i only have one more as well okay all right i'll do it i'll do it all right, yeah, you got go. it you here got it go. the united states versus billy holiday oh right yes i forgot about this movie <laughs> <laughs> yes everyone has but <laughs> <laughs> very but true i really liked it and you're the only one apparently yeah <laughs> i mean no no no. i imagine plenty of people like this movie <laughs> but, yeah yeah i didn't know who billy holiday was when before i saw this really. what oh i mean i know she was a singer okay but i had heard any like songs or whatever all right but yeah uh it just a movie that tackles racism drug addiction abuse like uh fame and what goes with and how all these things tie together mm-hmm. and and andra andra day had a really just compelling performance from her uh from me i admit what <laughs> but there for the you there's a very there's, compelling performance yes, from her yes <laughs> i mean yeah she yeah, and when she's singing she has a great voice but she just has to do like so much <laughs> does she going. do all of her own singing in it? yes like taryn edgerton style yeah okay cool yeah, awesome. i think she was a singer before she was an actress oh like, okay that makes sense then but uh-huh. she's a great actress though yeah yeah i okay. mean this is her first like this is like her debut so it's wasn't she crazy. in cars 3 uh as a cameo okay <laughs> <laughs> that's all i know about her is that in some capacity she was in cars 3 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even remember her in, in cars 3 i haven't seen cars 3 it's one of the two pixar films i have not seen mm-hmm. that and bugs life i think yeah yeah and uh, there uh a lot a lot of really creative ways that show these things in, in the film and uh so it's it's like we said earlier it's not the formula it's what it does within the formula that's interesting about this one yeah i mean 
Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, revolutionary, I guess, in terms of that. Most movies aren't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, it's very upfront. It's not to be subtle. I agree. I think for what it uh, it's going for, I think it works. And there, uh, there's a a character. uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but there's like a black man who works for the police. And he was like mm. all run by like white people, and yeah, it's like a uh, analogy in a way, like a representation of the way that the white population tries to tries yeah. to, to pit the, the black population yeah. against one another. The head of, back then, uh-huh. essentially, yeah. and probably now, definitely now. Yeah, and like <laughs> the head of the police in that movie, AIV, was like a representation of it. But uh, the he the black guy has to go, and his job is to like plant like or frame her in some way with like drugs on her so she can get in jail and oh, stuff. Yeah. And so he has some inner conflict with that and stuff. And uh it it just was very compelling and so I'd I'd recommend it. So I mean yeah, I, like I mean it. before you told me about your positive opinion of it, I was like, I probably will never watch this movie. But now you've interested me in it. I didn't mm-hmm. know Lee Daniels did it, which that does intrigue me. Yeah. Because I know he's directed a lot of films that are generally fairly divisive. Yeah, amongst a lot of people, I, like I know, they're like there are a lot of divisive opinions about a uh, mm-hmm. the butler. And did he was it, did he do Precious? Is he the one that did Precious? Like, uh, Precious by Sapphire. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But I don't know. He did. He, he did. did. He okay. Did. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But now I'm interested in those other films now because yeah, I. I was just kind of blown away in a in a way. So I mean, I'm not gonna say it's perfect or anything, but you know, why should it be? No films are. <laughs> so uh, yeah, go watch it. I mean, it's it is a rough movie. It's it's, it's heavy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's on Hulu, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what what you got? Okay, so you just went from a meaningful and let me talk about one that's fucking nothing. <laughs> I love this movie. It's called Nobody. It's a <laughs> This is This is Speaking of a formula, it seems like everyone loves to point out in every single review of this film I have ever seen that oh this doesn't reinvent the wheel. Look, I Are know. Are you saying that God. nobody isn't saying it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, look, you're right, but at this point, we get it. Ninety-five <laughs> percent of action films that come out nowadays aren't as original as people think they are. <laughs> it's like even the Raid movies are heavily derivative of either an- anime or Die Hard, blatantly, or, yeah. or like right. whatever. Yeah. Great action yeah. films. Go to westerns. Go to samurai films after right. before that, and then yeah. Yeah, it just it go to that. Go. go to folk tales. Yeah. Go to whatever. It all can be traced back. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that this is starring Bob Odenkirk and directed by Ilya Nashiller, written by Derek Kolstad. Each one of these people are notable for their involvement. Derek Kolstad is the writer of the first three John Wick films. I believe he is going to be for John Wick Four. I do not know. I just assume because he's been on board the whole time soul writer right and uh directed by Ilya Nashler, who i know you're not a big fan of he, he did hardcore henry oh uh, <laughs> i know you're not a fan of that not film my bag. yeah um this is definitely not hardcore henry he he has <laughs> but he and it's not first person in any way there's not even really reference to that style mm-hmm. it's um it even though i will say it is very creatively directed 
Ilya Nashler proved very much here that he is not a one-trick pony action-wise. That he he can do all kinds of stuff because he he essentially shoots it um, with the integrity and precision, but with a just a little bit more gruff to it of your John Wicks because John Wick has very like sleek and pretty slick and just um, typically fairly smooth and locked down action. This one is. I'm not going to say handheld, but it's just, it feels a little bit more human in camera work wise. There's a lot of very odd choices in like where they put the camera or whatever. And mm-hmm. like there's, there's one scene where someone throws a pistol to someone and the camera is latched to the, the, bar- the barrel of the pistol. <laughs> and you see like someone like grab it through and start shooting with it. <laughs> like, uh. and it. Like there's a lot of weird creative decisions at one point. Like you see like someone ca- crash a car from within the car and then it just cuts to a road and there's like a beat where it's just complete silence and you see the car go like <laughs> through the screen. There's a lot mm-hmm. of just weird creative decisions it does with that. It's pretty fun. Um, but the real star and why everyone's really talking about this is Bob Odenkirk, who was a, re- who was a comedy writer for a long time, really broke out acting wise and breaking bad and better call Saul playing the titular Saul Goodman. And, uh, or whatever name he's going by granted in the show. Anyway, <laughs> um, but he is generally the a fairly schlubby type character in what he plays. And mm. in this, he's an action hero. And he sells it so well. Like, like <laughs> it's another tack in the, oh, this funny guy can do a thing we didn't expect him to be able to do. A la Jordan Peele directing, in, uh, I was about to say Inside Out, uh, <laughs> directing Us and Get Out. And uh, John Krasinski acting and directing and writing Quiet Place. This Bob Odenkirk is only acting, but he does show as much dedication and master of another craft as those other others did. And he very clearly does a lot of his own stunt work here. He really throws his all into this, and it's really incredible. It's basically about how he's a he's he's a nobody. He's a he's a father. He just he's a father. He has kids. He has a wife and. He's middle-aged, and he has a boring job, and he just has this very mundane life. He has a very old teenage son, and he has a fairly young teenage, a fairly young daughter. And the thing thing about him, though, is that he used to be a... Uh, I believe... I don't remember how they specifically word it, but they say that, like, if... Like, the mob wanted to, like, go somewhere to, neg- to quote-unquote, negotiate, he'd to negotiate or to clean something up, he would make sure that there was no one there left to negotiate. <laughs> I think that's something like how they worded. And so he's kind of this, like almost like this, this unit that goes in, you wouldn't expect. And he just absolutely kicks ass. And when he, as they kind of refer to it, relapses by beating up a bunch of people that are just being assholes. He, he beats <laughs> um. up the wrong person, you know, that's attached to the wrong person. The crime Lord gets mad and then he goes after him and all you get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just a fun experience. It's short and it, it's just great. I enjoy it. And Christopher Lloyd's in it, <laughs> and, oh. he, and, he, and he plays a uh, uh, he plays Bob Odenkirk's dad, and he is <laughs> he is hilarious in it. Also, RZA is in it of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he's also quite fun. <laughs> but uh, and uh, oh man, I don't remember the actress. The she is not given much to do at all, and that actually kind of bothered me. But the act, but it is still cool to see this actress, um, Connie Nielsen, who is a uh, who plays Hippolyta in Wonder Woman, and uh, she was carrying the the mother box in Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> oh, out of the out of the temple, 
and uh, I, I love her, and she's also just great to see around. And yeah, just solid cast, incredible action, creative, fun, funny, very funny. Definitely has more of a sense of humor than John Wick does, and just great, great stuff. And honestly, I think that might be more Ilya Nashaler than Derek Kolstad that put the uh, humor in it. Really fun editing too. The editing is, is fantastic. Like I blatantly oh. noticed a lot of the editing choices were really fun. <laughs> and like the way that they like give information to us about his about his life. It, it's it's very quick and snapshotted, but also like kind of done comedically at the same time. It, mm. it's great the balance they find. I think I think you'd you'd have fun watching it. I don't think it would change your life. It didn't change my life, but it <laughs> <laughs> But it, it it's like how I mentioned that like there's formulas that we also come to. I do think that this one stands out in a few ways, but this is a formula that I both succumb to and it stands out, so this is just my shit. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I fell in love with this movie instantly. So yeah, that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, sounds sounds awesome. Yeah. It's real fun. Mm. Fun movie. So yeah, that's what I got. Alright. We have movies. Yeah, we have we, we, we have, have two. I... Yes, we have two. Okay. Okay, so we, 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 we watched both on HBO Max. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Mortal Kombat. Their anyway. souls are mine. Okay, okay so let's talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the... It is not a remake of the original film. It is a re-adaptation of the video game series, even though not the story of the video games, because I am pretty familiar generally with the lore of Mortal Kombat, not to say it's divergent from it, but it does not follow a specific story from it that I know of. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's the best video game movie I've ever seen. Not high not high praise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's better than the original by Light Years. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I showed you the original. Yes, to, that was great. I mean, like... <laughs> in its own way. so cheesy. It is one it of the cheesiest good. movies we've watched together. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is not bad. Me and you enjoy a bit of cheese. I showed you Commando, for God's sake. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, this, this film is, is considerably less cheesy in execution. Mm-hmm. It, it obviously does have its tongue-in-cheek moments. And I just yeah. feel like it was really fun. Like, it was just really fun. I, I think it had a really smart idea by not making any of the actual fighters from Mortal Kombat the main character. Because I've said this a million times, like, none of those are ideal main characters. Typically, it's either Johnny Cage, Sonya, or Liu Kang. Liu Kang is way too stoic and not grounded in any way whatsoever, typically. Sonya is just typically just a, the only real characterization I normally see her get is just hard-nosed military girl. <laughs> and Johnny Cage is just an asshole. <laughs> Johnny Cage isn't even in this movie either. Yeah. And I think it's smart that they they do have a more. Yeah. I don't want to say didn't like put all their eggs in one basket. Precisely, a more palatable main character to to carry it through. And I want to say the action in this film is yeah, yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. Now that's a true video game to the true stuff and oh, the martial arts and like. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. like they got they got proper people to do this. Mm-hmm. Like like Sub Zero is played by Joe Taslam of the Raid films, mm-hmm. Hanzo Hasashi or Scoopy of uh, Scoopian, Scoopy, Scuff, <laughs> <laughs> Scoopian. No, Hanzo Hasashi or Scorpion mm-hmm. was uh, played by I want Hiroyuki Sonata, and I love him. And yeah, it's just, and there are so many other people in this film that clearly know how to do the stunts they're doing, and. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't... I mean, I don't think it was perfect representation-wise. I think Goro was a missed opportunity. He's kind of uh-huh. just there, and yeah. he's a big dude, and he's kind of just this Goro. big... Goro. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's kind of... <laughs> that is a... <laughs> what an inside joke. <laughs> we, like, we like to joke that Goro can literally only say the, the word Goro. <laughs> because there is the one fatality in Mortal Kombat X mm-hmm. when Cassie Cage takes... Takes, takes the man's face, takes a, a person's face, mm-hmm. and whacks their jaw off, takes a selfie with it, and then you see all the comments there, and the only one that Goro, the only comment that Goro ever has is just Goro, 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 or just the one word Goro. Uh-huh. And so every time we talk about Goro, we just say the word Goro. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, but he essentially just is a, is a, he's a glorified, like, just thug, essentially, in this. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, it's not like he really had much characterization to begin with, but I, I, I don't know. I, I felt like they could have just made him out to be more mm-hmm. menacing and have more importance than he ended up having. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's fine. I don't, like, have much emotional investment of the character of Goro. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even if I did, I mean, whatever. It's not a deal-breaking thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I it genuinely just felt like a bunch of passionate people about this game mm-hmm. series having fun with it, and it managed to have a Mortal Kombat movie without the tournament Mortal Kombat, and it still feels satisfying. Mm-hmm. The fatalities are magic gory. Trick, uh, yeah, exactly. The fatalities are gory. Yeah, fatalities they are. Are, are great. Honestly, I wish there was more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because what, when it happened, it was super graphic and like really like whoa, mm-hmm. but but. But it wasn't there as often as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, we did get Kano making a bunch of like uh, Kano's dialogue. fun. <laughs> Kano's very fun, which is weird because I've always thought he was the most unlikable characters in the games. I mean, he's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't hate him or anything. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I, I guess technically in the story he is. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, but like the guy who played him managed to like make him this like weird version of like kind of actually charismatic but really horrible but mm-hmm. <laughs> and genuinely funny mm-hmm. and yeah it was a weird thing I-, I liked how sonya blade wasn't just like arresting bitch face the entire movie <laughs> uh uh kang and kung lao together were a great duo making fun of all the people <laughs> that were coming in there pretending to know what they're doing and uh-huh. uh yeah, and I liked uh, Cole Young a lot, but I, I really feel like the highlight for me was Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Mm. Those two were my favorite parts of the film. Yeah. And uh, and I like cool seeing Cabal. That was cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> a, lot of different, a lot of different characters in there I like seeing. Uh, they very clearly did not do a lot. They wasted Melina as well. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I, I would have loved to see more of Melina. Mm-hmm. I, we might get her back in the lore she's like a, a clone and like we could totally get her it's yeah, like, it, it, it been like time travel in those games like and technically scorpion's dead as well and like so like you can bring anyone back they could bring anyone back they want it doesn't matter it's fine mm-hmm. like but me and you said as long as we have fun and there's great action in it <coughs> who cares and we had fun and there was great action in it mm-hmm and it, there's this, and it's like a genuinely just fun and like generally fairly heartfelt story about just like, like cutting through all the all the bullshit walls that you put in your brain of like you know of like who you who you think you should be or whatever and just like be who be be who you are and then you'll be a good warrior and kill people really gruesomely and I think that's a nice heartwarming message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it chooses to represent it, and you know what? That works for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it is there. I mean, it's it's fairly like you know it's fairly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's simple it's whatever but like it's fine it's 
it's fun and it, it definitely carried it forward in, in enough of a way to make me not think it's shallow completely you know mm-hmm. so yeah speaking of shallow you want to talk about godzilla versus kong <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say it like that why you gotta hurt why you gotta <laughs> yeah we both love this movie i don't know why you acting like i did <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, talk about some Godzilla vs. Kong, because I talked a lot about Mortal Kombat. Yes. Uh, this is like the... Oh, okay, I won't spoil anything. But this is like the perfect monster movie. It like just... It's the it's, it's, it's the culmination of the monsterverse as of now. Mm-hmm. Starting with Godzilla in 2014, then Kong Skull Island, then Godzilla King of the Monsters, <laughs> and then this film. Yes. An incredibly consistent universe with one very notable exception. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll let you figure out which one that was. Mm-hmm. the third one <laughs> um but yeah, yeah the, uh, this one though yeah this one yeah they, they could have went a lot of easy routes in this but they made a lot of uh decisions that i thought were really cool and entertaining unexpected but uh conscious con- conscious they, they made like, a conscious effort to not do just yeah the most boring thing possible <laughs> which most uh-huh. movies like this would do yeah uh, yeah, it's it's not Godzilla King of the Monsters. We're not right. Like, it's like, uh, and all the weird parts of that movie are played so straight they can't be fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know if this is a spoiler for that movie, but like, there's a weird like underwater city in it, <laughs> and like, uh-huh. it's just like, like it, it just kind of comes out of nowhere, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then suddenly the entire world looks like it's ending, and you're like, what? <laughs> but in this film, when anything like that happens, a it just seems to be have have a more natural progression, and yeah. b you just kind of go with it. Yeah, yeah. Adam Wingard directing this, like he hell yeah, yeah. He puts uh, some fun in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's always been known for that kind of thing. The only what? How are you been? How have you been exposed to him? Like just the VHS films and Death Note. Oh right. <laughs> 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 But, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think this movie is great, honestly. And, it, I mean, obviously, there's not, mm-hmm. you're not going to get meaningful human characters and, and, yeah. and stuff. But, but I think the one difference between this and, honestly, all the others, besides maybe King... But King besides maybe uh, Skull Island, mm-hmm. is that the characters seem to generally support the light weight that they have. Like in, in in Kong Skull Island, the characters are very very obviously played and are used as a function to just have fun with all the monsters. Mm-hmm. I don't think this film is as good as that film is doing that, but I but I still think it's better than the other Godzilla films at it. And I like the characters in 2014. I do. I don't think they're as bad as people say they are, or as bland mm-hmm. or boring. Yeah, yeah. That's a very different film, how yeah. far they've come. <laughs> yeah, um, that... Yeah. But, and also, a thing that I think is very notable, the, the fights in this aren't just a lot of pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> often, like, a lot of people, when they, like, do kaiju fights, and I've even seen a lot of the old films to, like, confirm this, it's a lot of, like, just, like, pushing down and, like, just throwing a distance. <laughs> There's a mm-hmm. lot of that in a lot of these films, and this film actually has a lot of creative environments. There's an incredible uh-huh. fight in a neon Hong Kong skyline. It yes. was incredible. There's some really cool imagery in this one environment that's in the film that I don't want to spoil. Mm-hmm. That is really creative and interesting. The first fight that you see them do on top of a bunch of aircraft carriers yeah. is intense as hell and really cool. It, it's, yeah. 
it's just fun. It's just, it's just unpretentious fun. Mm-hmm. That being said, there is one element of this film that is very weak, and that is the Brian Tyree Henry, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah, yeah. Um, Julian Dennison subplot. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the point of it once the ending of the film happens yeah, and the reveal that eventually very... happens. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I might have just been okay with, okay, this is just here now. <laughs> like maybe like i don't know just tease tease it with a few shots or whatever before and that's fine mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> just just have just just have like the characters that those people that like those characters just have the characters that byron tyree henry millie bobby brown and julian Dennison are investigating just in it and you like mm-hmm. you get like vague like allusions to something and mm-hmm. then it just shows up i would have been fine with that yeah it also would have cut this cut down this the uh runtime a little bit made it a little bit more brisk uh-huh. i think that would have been better that's a simple editing choice i feel like what might have just helped a little bit more i'm just not a fan of millie bobby brown's character yeah. in this series <laughs> yeah. yeah a lot of the the first act is like that and but it's yeah it very quickly dissipates and even when it's there it's not like boring it just kind mm-hmm. of like you, you you do feel like all right let's get to the fun stuff <laughs> yeah and it's not like ever present or anything mm-hmm. like and then that's the thing. It's like when it's not there, you you pretty much forget about it until it shows up again. Yeah. Which which is to say that it does have no impact. Which is both a, a double edged. Oh, it's both a double edged sword. It's both a good and bad thing. It is a double edged sword. In in so far as that it's unoffensive enough to where you can forget about it. Uh-huh. But still, it 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 shouldn't be there. <laughs> that yeah, entire yeah, subplot. Yeah. Uh, I I'm not one typically to say that that subplot shouldn't be there because often I find that people don't like to look into why things are there but honestly i can't really think of much thematically that it's trying to do the character work there seems well there isn't really much character work in that it, it just kind of is like a vague investigation like you gotta have the these characters from the previous movie involved somehow so right we... yeah it just i don't say shoehorn but it does feel unnaturally placed mm-hmm. yeah and it's uh yeah it's just, i don't know it feels clumsy it's a little clumsy but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's still good. Yeah. Godzilla and Kong are great in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let mm. them fight. Let them fight. Uh, we did miss Ken Watanabe in this. Yeah. yeah. Rest yeah, in peace. Gotta show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I mean I, I thought it was really fun. I mean I I'll, I'll definitely watch this movie again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'll buy it. I'll watch it. It's great. <laughs> really yes. fun. I brought Promising Young Woman on Blu-ray, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it has a horrible cover. It's awful. Really? It's just her leaning over the bar. It's just like literally the a shot from the film that's cut off. It's not like the poster which looks excellent with uh-huh. like the lipstick or anything. It yeah. Just, it, it just looks looks horrible. It's ugh. It's like mm. why would you make that the cover of a Blu-ray? Uh, it, yeah, you gotta show the promising young woman. Yeah, yeah, just have the cool design give the striking image they'll make someone go hey that looks cool i want to buy that when they're looking at a shelf <laughs> <laughs> or when they're scrolling through amazon or whatever like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like if i saw that movie like it would be almost indistinguishable from a lifetime movie <laughs> in terms of like what the cover is if it wasn't for all the hype around that movie which deservedly so mm-hmm. watch promising a woman by the way it's incredible mm-hmm. that's a big trigger yeah, warning <laughs> big trigger warning on that one <laughs> yeah, yeah but um but anyway king kong versus godzilla great movie yeah, I, I I love that we're getting all kinds of different blockbusters now, and I genuinely think blockbusters now are better than ever, and I will stand by that, <laughs> because like, and not to say not to 
discredit the work of all the things that came before. But I think now we're getting so many different kinds of things. Like, I don't think we could have gotten a, like, within, like, within the same year already, and we've only gone through a third of it, we have gotten Zack Snyder's Justice League and Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All of which have their own unique things about them. All of which I don't think would have quite been possible like 30, maybe even 10 years ago. And I just think that's really, really, really cool that we're, get, we're getting such diverse kinds of like blockbuster entertainment. Because they don't feel the same. No, no. And, and, and we're getting all kinds of different stories. And I think that's really, really cool. And I love where I see film going, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Because even all the... Because we're even getting more bold and interesting choices on the on the lower end too, like I like I genuinely doubt that a Robert Eggers would be able to go as hard in the way that he's going now in 1985. <laughs> you know, I, I doubt we would have gotten The Witch or The Lighthouse or anything like that back then. And if we did, it definitely wouldn't be as high of a profile, and it probably would have been buried. You know, mm. I'm glad that that movie is very widely known, and like I just think it's really fucking cool. The shit we're getting. Yeah. We're getting all kinds of awesome stuff. Yeah. Give me give me all of it and uh, yeah. Give me all of it. Shove it into my face. Yes. Get into my pores. Get into your pores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like lotion. Like as as like helpful, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it gives you smooth skin. Yeah. Good movies give me smooth skin. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Been uh, reading a lot of comics and playing a lot of video games too. Been a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Been well, diversifying my media intake because I feel like it's more healthy for me, generally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and some and some TV like you know. Get some TV. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. you you read a lot right? Mm-hmm. You're reading uh uh the Odyssey right now? Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. How's that how's that how's that going by the way? Yeah, I'm like uh a little over halfway. Okay. Uh. The epic I'm, I'm, I'm really liking it. There are some things about it that uh, hasn't quite aged well. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'll say like one thing I've learned so far is the Greeks really loved feasting and bathing because <laughs> mm-hmm. that happens in every chapter. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I, I vaguely Which know is, this story from a very long time uh-huh. ago, and I mean and, like over a decade ago. And I will so. say with the first chapter, I was a little overwhelmed because like it was like all these different gods and stuff, and I was like, "Whoa, this is I don't am I supposed to remember all of this?" But then I was like, "It's kind of like a comic book, though." In yeah, you just kind of have to go with the flow with the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then. From then on, when it uh, got to the when the journey itself started, then I started getting into it, and yeah, there's some uh, c- cool things in it. Uh, but I'm uh, a lot of this is going to determine on where it goes from where I'm at, because uh, it's like the whole thing's been like I gotta go home, you know. Yeah. And I'm seeing if like the there will be like some big character change or not, but yeah. that hasn't quite happened yet. It seems like it could. But I don't know. I, I I don't know anything really about this. I mean, I know a lot about mythology, but not uh, about this particular thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You got into the Cyclops yet? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I didn't realize how many people would die in this tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, Zeus is a jerk. He, like, Zeus doesn't care. Zeus is always care. a jerk. Yeah. He fucks what he wants and leaves him behind. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all he does. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I realize if Dina was so like much of a savior as she, she was, I always thought she oh, was depending like, on what story. Yeah, I was always thought she was like, oh, of the hunt or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, hunt and beauty. And, and this all one's that. like, he's like practically Audius's uh, guardian angel. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm liking it. Well, we'll see uh, yeah. where it turns out. And uh, yeah, I can't believe I haven't read this yet. So yeah. It, <laughs> not my bag i'll probably never read it again <laughs> i'll uh i'm reading invincible right now you've heard of invincible yes yeah yeah it's a robert kirkman story yeah did, there's uh, a tv show right now no. oh right yeah it's a tv show um and, and, on amazon and, prime right right i really want to see that i've heard of this for a while though mm-hmm. robert kirkman did uh the walking dead and uh marvel zombies yeah. it's not it's a zombie more thing like here, focused on like a teen type of yeah it's, it's a it's it's a, it's a it's a teenage teenage dude and his uh his dad is essentially this version of superman not image comics universe but like i don't know if image comics has a universe i know very little about image comics it's the publisher um but like this like in this like stories world his his dad is essentially the superman of it his name is omni man because he's omnipresent I I mean I don't know I don't know the <laughs> I, I am I literally just started I got like two issues through it. <laughs> okay. Um I, I did just finish um Daredevil Man Without Fear written by Frank Miller. Wait Frank Miller was that Frank Miller? That did it? Am I stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I might be stupid. Hold on. <laughs> Frank Miller. Uh, I don't remember. I know you've been reading a lot. Yeah, like Frank a Miller. Ton yeah, Frank Miller. Yeah. Recently. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I like comic books. <laughs> Yeah, Frank mm-hmm. Miller did a uh, Batman Year One, Dark Knight Returns, uh, Three Hundred, all kinds of. He did yeah. Sin City as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been re- meaning to read more, but uh, I, I was uh, editing <laughs> Saint Tango. <laughs> oh uh, right, yeah. Tell everyone about your Saint Tango uh, project. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> tell Saint the Tango, world. the seven-hour-long film, uh, and my and a movie that I me and you are not a big fan we're of. Not we fans should preface. Of, yeah. And I was thinking like. There's so much of this movie where like nothing happens. And I thought, what if I cut it down to its core story, uh, things that are important, you know, and still be true to the film though. Mm-hmm. And so, and yeah, yeah, for all you Satan Tango fans, we get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we understand why it is the way it is. We know it uses real time as a device to show the struggle mm-hmm. of these people and depict it in this time in a more in a way that is more honest than anything else could have done it. We understand. But it didn't work for us. <laughs> it uh-huh. just really didn't work for us. Yeah. There's only so much of watching like a dude stare out a window and we can't tell if he's sleeping or dying. <laughs> mm. And it's literally just like a long unbroken shot of complete stillness uh-huh. that just like that we can like take. Like I don't know. I, I don't yeah. consider myself to have a short attention span. Mm-hmm. Like me and you love fucking Tarkovsky. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say that he makes sort of the slowest films of all time, but we like slow films like yeah, either yeah, him yeah. or Yasujiro Osu or something like that, like Late Spring or Tokyo Story. Right. Very slow films, but we love those films. And there's something about this one that just didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and I finished it, and uh, the length uh, originally was an hour six minutes. Uh, then you added. And then more, I right? added a subplot in, and so it's an hour twenty one so yeah uh so yeah so i i i i i was proud of uh, my cut and uh the lively cut i'm very (laughs) (laughs) yeah i called it the loop cut but uh (laughs) yeah i'm interested to know what saint tango fans 
Pikmin thing. If it, I mean, yeah, it's not like we can publish it, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, yeah, not. Yeah. I mean, I'll just, probably watch it at one point, but, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know, it's, to watch I, that film again in any me. capacity is a chore, so, yeah. <laughs> for me. It's not like I fixed it. It's just more watchable. That was the more the point. Yeah, to us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. It's a, uh, but I mean, you know, it's just, it's uh-huh. a very specific mood I'd have to be in, and it's just hard to find that moment. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what a what a what a film. Mm-hmm. What a film. What a podcast. What a time. Yeah. What a what a night. Yeah. What a night a... at specifically, one thirty two a.m. <laughs> yeah. Is that the show? Uh, is that the show? I think I think it sounds like the show. Okay. Cool. Well. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. There's links in the description where you can follow us at whatever. We have letterbox and stuff. And, yeah, uh, what we're watching as we watch them. Um, so, sometimes we have little segments where we talk about what we've been watching yeah. all the time. It's whatever. It's it's willy-nilly what we do. What yeah, we technically this one was uh, that, but just specific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I could talk to you about Carnival of Souls, but I won't. You will never know unless you follow my letterboxed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, follow. Mm-hmm. We got we got that. We we'll, we'll love love to talk to you about movies. If you want to message us on there, um, mm-hmm. I, I got a Twitter. If you want to message me on there, talk about movies. That's also fun. We'll yeah. do that. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, we're chill. Yeah, <laughs> we're chill. We're not judgmental. If you if you disagree with us, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> if you love Satan Tango, tell us why you love it. We genuinely would love to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you don't love it. You're not alone. <laughs> because me and you feel like we're kind of on an island with that one. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm <laughs> really glad hear, everyone like, loves it. But. Especially when I hear things like every second of this film like uh, is just captivating or something. like. I'm like, every second. <laughs> <laughs> every every second. single second of this film is captivating. <laughs> I disagree heavily. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know, maybe there's just, like, a lens we're not looking through it that a lot of people see. Or, or you know, just, yeah. just like, you know, yeah. we, we judge it in our way, yeah. and it just didn't work for us, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll say through editing this, there were certain things I respected about the film more, so, yeah, you know. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of great things about that film mm. that, like, are worth acknowledging. It's beautifully shot, it's incredibly mm. acted, it's, it's, the philosophical yeah. speeches in it are well thought out and very interesting, even though it doesn't have much bearing to the overall film. Mm-hmm. generally and it's kind of confused but i mean yeah and, and like I, I don't know it and in exercising the real time i would say it accomplishes it goal its goal you do understand these people's lives and how hard it is by the end mm-hmm. i mean yeah there's a lot of great things to say about that film just the overall thing didn't work for us okay so uh so yeah fuck off <laughs> goodbye <laughs> no, no no we love you thank you for listening yeah, we appreciate you, you. Thank all you. that good stuff yeah well see you in the in the next potty so. yeah whenever that'll happen <laughs> in the next potty wait a second <laughs> what the hell did you just say no in the next podcast in the next episode whenever you decide to listen you are so gracious to listen uh-huh. to two movie nerds talk about random things <laughs> we appreciate it don't mention a potty <laughs> see you in the next podcast goodbye everybody